Geek Shock. Geek Shock. I'm tired. I could not sleep last night. Oh, no. One of those nights. Well, that mannequin standing over your bed probably mm. didn't help. <laughs> he wasn't there last night. I just got him today. Oh. Knowing mm-hmm. that if you made the slightest move, <laughs> send him into yeah. a fit, a fit of, of passion. passion. I can believe it. Look boom, at that. Boom, it's, boom, it's, it's just boom. waiting. He's he's borderline passionate mm-hmm. right now. That thing is spring loaded. Yep. That's exactly. It's <laughs> exactly the same one I have at home. Spring loaded. Now. But yeah, I got to figure out what to do with him. <clears throat> sure. What costume to put on him? Well, well, the neck thing helps because you could put a helmet there pretty right. easily. Pretty easily. Right. Yeah, so. A little bit of extra padding up there. Sure. Wrap a towel up there and he's yeah. good to go. You could drill a hole in the stop, put a little like peg or something even, in there. I wouldn't to want to drill anything on, on him. But That's exactly know. it. Maybe a lot of uh, silly putty. That's what I'm yeah. thinking. Mm. Yeah, just some towels. Welcome, folks, to Skeek Shock number 302. I am Master Torgo. I'm the famous Paul. 80s Jeff. Commander K. Fact check, Andy. Maple Leaf Matt. And we're here talking about headless mannequins that Ann was nice enough to give me. Yeah, yeah. Getting rid of a bunch of them. So. MC feeders, yo. Full-size, magnetic, and frighteningly awesome. Why is it magnetic? I missed the magnetic yes. part. The We're limbs just... come off for easier wardrobe Ooh. assembly. Wardrobe assembly, See, that makes sure. more sense. Yeah. Because I remember Wardrobe some of the ones when I was a kid, sure. they had these really <laughs> we know awkward kind of gearing <laughs> system to snap them back into yep. place. Sure. I have a arm up these my are ass perfect right now, right, Andy? Because you could, you could actually rip off an arm and beat somebody with it. Right. right. You, to, you can totally do the Jax Briggs fatality, <laughs> but you have to be very careful when you uh, snap the limbs back on. Uh, Anne was telling me she was happy to get rid of the magnetic ones because they're really heavy, mm-hmm. and they're... Uh, when they snap the limbs back on, I get their fingers caught a lot. Ouch. So, Ow. yeah, they're painful buggers. Yeah. Duly noted. <laughs> so, heads Duly up. Noted. Important safety tip right no, there. Damn, Paul, you just ruined pain, a, know great, what a great surprise. Mind your mannequins. <laughs> when you're talking about spring-loaded, I thought you were talking about the penis package. <laughs> Mind I'm your sure mannequins. Andy, Andy, Andy was talking about. Oh, okay, it was Andy. Yeah. All right. <laughs> I should have known. Did has, I, I didn't fight it. Yeah, the, like, the sure, mannequin whatever. has some bulge girth. That that mannequin's David Bowie-esque. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he, he's definitely <laughs> dance magic dance. I think we got the what's in name. my pants. <laughs> Labyrinth Bowie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's me, Brett. David you can't Bowie not look from at it. Labyrinth. <laughs> You're right, Jeff. I'm looking over there. All I see is the bulge. <laughs> hey, hey, the eyes are. Oh, never mind. My eyes are up here. Oh, you blocked. So last week we got into a discussion of about blood turds. Yes, our finest moment. The blood yes, turds. absolutely. The I went deep. I went. You did. I went on the. Uh, went I deep. tried to look for Reddit answers. Yeah. <laughs> and as as one of our uh, Twitter followers said, you know, blood turds in deep in the rabbit hole, banicula. So ah, <laughs> yeah. Oh, it wouldn't be blood turds for Benicula, though. He he drinks uh, he just only vegetable, vegetable juice. juice. Yeah. So it'd be juice turds. Juice turds. Mm. Now, there would be juice turds, because that's a whole different composition. Well, we have answers for you. <laughs> oh, well, please bring it. Because you got Benicula answers? Now I need to know Benicula's Because situation. Fact Check went to his brother yes. and had, had an exchange. He went to give us the vampire bats. Wait, wait. He went to Jeffrey with 1F Jeffrey. One, yes. 1F Beastmaster Jeff. Yes. Okay. So that's... Let's be clear. <laughs> and, and, and found some answers, or at least I hope so, because I haven't read this. Mm. So Beastmaster Jeff says, 
Apparently with the bats, the tricky bit is getting rid of all that liquid weight before flying. They land, feed, and urinate before they can take off. Their guano is probably not much different from any carnivores. The solid part of the blood is just proteinaceous tissue, uh, like meat. Insect-eating bats have glittery, glittery poop because of the undigested exoskeleton bits. I should be able to get a better answer from a vampire bat keeper in a day or so. That's why the vampires in Twilight are glittery. Yeah. Because they're eating bugs yeah. and getting guano bat poop on them. Smearing poop on themselves. Yeah, they're yeah. covered in guano. It's not so sexy now, huh, ladies? Mm. And as an aside, he also said, I recently have Googled dog clitoris, vampire bat guano, and possum nipple arrangement. <laughs> <laughs> Dude... Everybody had that album in 93. <laughs> I mean, you couldn't, you couldn't go into a dorm yep. and not hear Possum Nipple Arrangement coming out of the speakers. They were big. Do you want to die? <laughs> Do you want to die? Be my angel. So Jeff gets a reply from a zookeeper who has worked with them. Quoting him, Ha ha. I rarely work with them, but their blood turds are most disgusting. <laughs> You're in luck, though. Uh, Martina and Ryan are on their way there now to learn about red pandas, so you can ask them. They take care of them daily. So Jeff asks Fact Check, what does blood turds even mean? They come out red and liquidy? And Fact Check then replies, I think he's imagining crimson mm-hmm. solid waste. It was a weird discussion with some saying that a creature with a diet of blood wouldn't need to eliminate solid waste at all. And Jeff responds, I suppose the redness depends on whether the animal keeps all the iron or likely excretes most of it. Mm-hmm. So Jeff gets an opinion from someone who keeps them. Quote, keeps opinions? Keeps vampire bats. Yes. <laughs> the opinion keeper. The Quote, giver, they call him. Their poop is gross and bloody and oh. smells like a dead body. Ooh. Uh-huh. See? To which Jeff asked, is it all red and goopy? The keeper responds, it's black and shaped like mouse feces, but mushy. Okay. Finally, Jeff boggles fact check mine by signing this off with, off to bring Fiona to play with some lemurs now. Unquote. That was how he mentioned to me that, oh, yeah, Fiona Apple's staying at my house for a week. Okay, you, mentioned, you didn't mention that part. <laughs> well, I was okay. saving that for my oh, okay, okay. line for me. I got gotcha. <laughs> I am, you know what? So there we go. I'm just so happy that I'm three degrees from Fiona Apple. <laughs> <laughs> I can't even tell you. I adore her. Yeah. She's so good. That new, that latest album, I shouldn't say new exactly, but it's her latest one. You mean Fantastic. the, the Idol Wheel? Uh, there's one after that. Is there? Yeah, oh, okay. yeah. But are you seven degrees from bacon? It's quite good. <laughs> uh, yes, of course. Everybody is. Okay. Everybody is. So, gentlemen, the floor is open. What geeky things you would like to talk about? Uh, dun, 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 dun. I, I knew it. What other geeky things happened this week, motherfuckers? Clear, That's clear, it. Your, clear your schedule for the next 20 minutes. And but, clear your but, cookies. But I'm looking forward to this. Yes, this actually I, is pretty cool. Of course, Friday. You, you've posted pictures. I was just at Target today, and it was pretty well cleaned out. Oh, but, uh, oh yeah. It was pretty well cleaned out oh, 40 oh, pa- minutes into it. Paul it had been there already? 12 minutes into it. No, 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 no. <laughs> Paul was there opening night. <laughs> I, I went to uh, Toys R Us for first Friday, and I waited in line. I got, uh, I got behind uh, Enoch, a uh, friend of mine, and a uh, guy that runs uh, the Zombie Burlesque show here in town. Oh, fantastic. Very oh, talented. Cool. He's a fellow He-Man fanatic as well. Ooh. He had his He-Man shirt on, and we talked toys for good half hour as we were uh, waiting for the uh, sale to begin. 
we smartly sitting there in line thought, you know what? This stuff's going to go. It's going to go fast. Let's leave. No. <laughs> we thought, we thought, <laughs> what do we really want? We want a couple of those black series of the new, there's four new figures. Okay. New Stormtrooper. Right. Jet. Okay. Uh, what's his name? Uh, Finn and Kylo Ren. Right? Okay. The six inch black editions. So we both just popped on Amazon and bought those at the MSRP. <laughs> sure. We're sitting there at midnight and they were on sale already. So we're like, okay, great. So, so those are bought. So we bought. So I'm like, great. So I went in line to buy the toys. You bought toys. <laughs> right. I bought, I bought toys because I was in line to buy toys. This is so why, I bought toys. This is why I don't go to those things anymore. I can sit at home in comfort and just go buy, buy, buy. For the ship. most part, you're right. But there was a bit of fun camaraderie. Well, yes, yes. I got a free Kylo Ren poster. I got a free Lego brick. However, I was like 25th, 26th wait, 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 wait. in line. Go back to the brick. Just like a nondescript piece of uh, Lego? A piece or? of Lego. <laughs> okay. About an inch and a half tall. Uh-huh. Okay. Um, it's like a wall piece from an old castle set. It's exactly what it looks like. All a right. wall piece from an old castle set. But it has uh, a new style stormtrooper oh. imprinted on it. Okay. With a Star Wars Lego emblem. That's fun. So it's just kind of like a sign. That's <laughs> just like, like they just gave you some random brick. <laughs> they gave you a Star Wars brick. This okay. was, was yellow. Okay. It was a bummer. It wasn't like a little fun little build pack, but whatever. It's fine. It's You're like, wow. Right. You're going to go cheap it's, over these Well, the back on it has, you know, printed, you know, Star Wars Force Friday 2015. It's a collector's item. It, dude, as is everything. Right. Uh, but, <laughs> but I got that. So I was 25th in line or 26 or so. They let in the first 20. And then. Uh, uh, there are a couple more people in front of me. Enoch was in that group. He came out before I got to go in. As he was heading out, he was like, good luck. It's pretty sparse pickings. And I'm like, oh. And I went in, and it had been gutted. Just 20 wow. people, just pretty much every, all the, all the six, in, or the three three and a quarter inch figures, they were like, gone. The yeah, wall. there was some of that. Yeah, gone. Uh, the only things they really had left that were impressive were the very high ticket items, which they had the Air Hogs Falcon, they had nice. a really beautiful, almost pulled the trigger. Don't know how I resisted it. Uh, animatronic Vader, like what? a twelve-inch animatronic Vader, two hundred thirty bucks. But Whoa. He's amazing! <laughs> what does he do? What for that two hundred thirty? Everything. Bucks? He's got thirty-six points of articulation, plus full movement, plus a light-up saber, plus he moves on his own. It's oh, a, forget wow. it, dude. It's a nice toy, uh, but I was like, mm, you know, can't. I was like, if that's it, then that's it. You know, yeah. I'm not getting any other Star Wars stuff. So I held off, but then I came around the corner and I saw the giant four foot tall a Vader, four and they had the Vader. four foot tall stormtroopers too. And I was like, oh, well, wow. if that thing is 200, then this is has got to be like, wait, isn't four feet tall a little short for a stormtrooper? Da, 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 da. <laughs> that's why we keep them round, folks. <laughs> that's why we keep them round. So, uh, so I'm like, okay, eh. You know, and if it'd been classic stormtroopers, it wouldn't have mattered the price. I would have purchased a classic stormtrooper four feet tall. Would sure. not have mattered the price. It's, but it's that new new empire style. But I was is that new empire style? I'm not sold on it yet. I'm waiting. So I'm fine. So I'm like, okay, eh, that's kind of a bummer. And what I left. It, what was Wait, the price how much was it? It turned out it was a hundred, but I didn't know there was no marking on it. Oh. So I, but I just assumed I was like, well, if the little guy's two hundred, this guy's got to be approaching three. So you didn't buy the $180 interactive Yoda training thingy? I did not get the Yoda. didn't like his look. Uh, he's not as cool as the animatronic Vader. Um, he's a little weird. 
uh, yeah, he's almost, yeah, he's like 170 bucks, something like that. Anyway, so I was like, all right, skip to Malou. I'm going to go try my luck at Target up by my house because I know that one's going for sale too. I'm heading home anyway. We'll give her a shot. So I drive up to my house, the Target by my place. Place is packed. Mm. 40 minutes into the event and the parking lot is still filled. I'm like, oh shit. Ooh, I wee. see them wheeling out the giant stuffed Chewy that the Targets were giving away. Somebody won. And I'm like, oh, oh wow. wow. So I was like, that was really cool. Um, and then I, uh, I went to the area. And looked and just, you know, decimated. just decimated. Everything was gone. Everything was gone. So I was like, oh, mm, bummer. And then there were some really stinky fans there. And I was like, oh, no. oh I'm out of here. <laughs> I hadn't had nerd funk. I haven't been to Comic-Con in so long. Sure. You forget I until d- it hits dude, you in the wall. Oh. The nerd funk is not at the Comic-Con anymore. There's, that's, that's pretty low-key. I guess you're true. you got to hit it every now and then. You hit it every now fixed. and then, but it's yeah. not the whole room anymore. <sighs> Boy, so was... you're saying they should have sold Star Wars soap and the Star Wars <laughs> cologne. Star it's Wars. There. Oh, Star Wars Febreze. There you go. I'll take some Star Wars Febreze. So I was like, okay, fine. So I was like a little bummed. I was like, well, I got those ones I wanted online. They're coming. I got my little collectible thing. I had my Force Friday experience. But as a collector who's used to disappointment, it didn't hit me with a crushing blow like some of these crybabies <laughs> online that are oh, like, no. oh, my God, no figures. I'm like, of course no figures. Of course. Dummy, <laughs> of course. What time did you get there? Yeah, right. <laughs> right. When did you get there? And 3 what did p.m. You, and what did Friday. you expect? Like, if you're not first in line, and you're also, not getting anything, and basically. Also, and also, uh, what do you, you know, they're... The first wave. There's yeah. going to be way more. Calm down. But, you know, a lot of these people don't spend a good chunk of their paycheck every month on action figures ordered online through a website that still then forces <laughs> you to go online at specific times to purchase the figures that are just slightly out of the subscription that you've ordered to make sure that you have a complete collection. Like that you may tell. or may not receive those figures in a timely fashion. <laughs> I would may say may not, not only not those. a lot of people do that, but... <laughs> Oh, enough, enough people to. do it That's to get it. that enough. business model yeah, cracking. But these people don't know the struggle. The struggle is real. <laughs> and in some cases, you may not receive the actual figure, get charged for the figure, and then <sighs> you try to tell them that you never got that figure and they don't believe you. Thankfully, that I have not. To Carl. Yeah, Carl had a rough way. Oh, I mean, everybody has, everybody has their horror story from Digital River. I got denied my subscription and I caught it just in time. But they didn't tell me that my subscription didn't go through. Forget it, man. I'll, I'll, I would, yeah, I would reckon you were in a very rarefied world. I would reckon there's probably five other people in town that do that. Maybe in town, but there's thousands of us. Yeah. No. Uh, anyway. And then there's the really good stories like me. I bought the D&D Players book. They shipped me too. I kept the other Look one. at that. See? Winner. Life can be good. Yeah. So I was still up with nerd fever. Had a little bit of the Wookiee flu. And uh, <laughs> just, just stayed up all night on uh, Friday night into Saturday morning um, because uh, Ann and I had gone out to, uh, or no, Thursday night into Friday morning. Ann and I had, or no, we were going out on Friday. So I took the day off on Friday because I needed the evening free because we were going out anyway. So I was like, well, I'm just going to stay up. And so then Ann got up and was going to take the dogs to the park. And she's like, come with us to the park. I'm like, ugh, you know, I don't want to go to the fucking park. But I was like, tell you what, if I go with you to the park, We'll go get breakfast, and then you'll go with me to Target at 8 o'clock. Because there's other Targets that didn't do the midnight oh. that this was going to be the fresh so, open. Right? Gotcha. We've got one uh, two minutes away from our house. Oh, uh, Paul, my heart swells with pride. <laughs> oh, dude. 
I know what the fuck I'm doing. So, um, <laughs> did you wave your hand as you did it? He's like, "You'll go with me to the Star, the she's tar, like, star she Wars event." She was so cool about it. It well, was. It's, she's been with them long enough that <laughs> yeah. she's gonna know what the hell he's. She's, she knows. She what's was up. cool with you in person, but her replies right. on Twitter were kind of, or on Facebook were yeah. kind of interesting. <laughs> they were pretty good. Hilarious. Like the nightmare of being married to a, a collector. She lives with me. She knows what's up. She <laughs> knows what's up. Going to this with you is the her equivalent of lying back and thinking of England. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty much. I got you. Yeah. Pretty much. Mm. So uh, on we go. And we wait for about a half hour in the in the parking lot, get in line, and there's maybe six other people ahead of us. So we go through, I grab a buggy, and they're like, there's a thing way back in the far display. There's two spots. So I didn't go to the toy aisle first. I went to the far display, which I kind of wish I'd gone to the toy aisle first, but it's all good. It all worked out. It was fine. You take your chance. Went back there. As I'm approaching it, there's the big Vader. And in the interim, I'd learned that he was just $100. And I was like, I'm doing it. Pulling the trigger. Put him in the cart because I've got the Target red card and Target was doing $25 off, $100 or more Star Wars purchase. Oh, Christ. So right there, he's a $73 figure. Yeah. After tax. So I'm like, done skis. Uh, So I got him. I ended up uh, grabbing uh, the small Stormtrooper. I did find the small Stormtrooper, the new design of the Stormtrooper, and um, a Lego set and a couple T-shirts and some fun stuff. Yeah. So why is the Stormtrooper 200 versus the 100 Vader? Does it well, do? What? You said the Stormtrooper cost 200. No. No. That was his assumption. Oh, My assumption when gotcha. I was at, to- at Toys R Us was like, these four-foot guys must be almost $300 if the little animatronic gotcha. guy is, 100, or is $200. What he was I trying see. to say that it would have been 200 at, at I figured at, it out. No, yeah. no, but it would have been 200 <laughs> at Toys R Us. It would have only been 100 at Target. No, it was 100. It was Toys more than 100. Target, but, but anyway, so I grabbed that, and then... And then in that time, so I, I got all checked out, and I was like, great. But there were people grabbing stacks. One lady came in and grabbed all the Funko. Just oh, wow. took all the Funko. Bitch. Yeah. And they stopped her, and they're like, you can only take two of each. And she was like, man, they didn't make me do that at the other Target. And I'm like, well, they should have. <laughs> the, the other, other Target. target. Right. <laughs> <laughs> right. I'm putting on all these right. fucking Targets. So this, this is the wow. thing you people have to understand. Oh. The, there are just scalpers out yeah. there. <laughs> It'll corner in the Funko market. It will calm down. <laughs> It will calm down, but it ain't going to calm down for a bit. But see, I don't buy the scalp. I never buy to resell. I buy because I want the figure, and I'm keeping the it's figure. It's love. So, well, well it's, not just, it's just good toy karma. Eventually, you have a little clearing house, and people get gifts. It's nice. Every, every yeah, time. I'll give stuff away once in a while, but I ain't trying to sell shit. But um, it's just magnificent, it's, though. I it's love when that. I move. Right. You know, when I move, I, I gave away almost all my episode one stuff between my moves. Yeah. Barry got all my figures and other people sure. got my ships. Well, and, oh, episode one. Don't yeah. say that with pride or anything. <laughs> oh, right. It's so much. <laughs> it's episode, not like it's a so moral much episode dignity. One garbage. I, all I have left is my Darth Maul towel. I, I gave away my used diapers. I mean, come oh, on. Oh, zing, zing, zing. <laughs> so finally, I get home and I'm kind of looking at all my, my spoils and I'm really pleased. Oh, I also got the, the regular cheap version of the kylo ren saber that okay, folds yeah. all the way in and then extends it's awesome yeah. i'm really excited and so i'm really excited for this movie but i went home and i checked those figures that i had bought the night before and they were already at 80 dollars <laughs> oh my god from wow. 19 and so i mean it's gotten a little bit better sure in the how much are the funkos <laughs> depends man it depends it depends and all this stuff is just worth what somebody will pay you for right, right. but uh I was just uh, lucky that I got what I needed. You Everything's are, coming you in tomorrow. Um, do you have a Funko like collection? Is that what you're? No, I. It, it's funny. I'm. I'm becoming the Funko man, and I'm really you not. It's just. 
I'm just grab. I grabbed a few things that. Well, actually, you know what? Someone gave me an Andorian Funko, so I didn't even start it. I think that's I how gave it all you that Andorian. Yeah, yeah it's Paul's fault. Well, what do you know? Now I have to ask. <laughs> it all comes around. In your, in I your, spread the toy shit. In your tearing open of your figures and toys. Did you come across any spoilers for the movie like you did with uh, the the, uh, the episode one, two, and three waves? No, I have not opened uh, my little guys. They're still in their package. They look cool. I opened my... Oh, I also... Really? Got a- you bought all those toys and you didn't break out the little guy? Yeah, uh, not, not <laughs> quite. Sit in the pile. Uh, he, he, took, he took it and rubbed it all over the little guy. <laughs> well, here's another thing. That, that too, later in that day, Ann and I went to Kohl's. Oh no! Right? Okay. See, and so because Kohl's has some toys too. Yeah. So he, really? he looks at me with this quizzical look, and it's like nobody goes to Kohl's. Yeah, nobody. It's true. And so no, there it's was all kinds of true. stuff at Kohl's. Seriously. So I got some other cool. I got some really cool <laughs> Star Wars T-shirts at Kohl's, and I got uh, a mid-sized Kylo Ren figure. Uh, it was beautiful, and oh Anne actually God. got that for me on her Kohl's card. How many? How many representatives of Kohl's? There was like fifteen not doing anything. Like, well, we thought there was going to be a toy rush. What the hell? <laughs> uh, no, there was no toy rush. At He's Kohl's. not wrong though. Like when I've been uh, in Wichita visiting my parents, and we, you know, we, there's like there's a Kohl's that right next to this Best Buy. I've gone in there and found stuff that I hadn't seen in like forever, and I'm like, I can't believe they have one of these. And I, you know, pick pick up an action figure or whatever. And it it just, sits there just, forever. Yeah, they just sit there. It's I, in frozen in carbonite because yeah. nobody goes to Kohl's for toys. <laughs> it's like people don't think that, that there is an actual toy aisle yeah. at Kohl's. You, you said the sentence "toy rush at Kohl's." I think it's the first time it's ever been said. Right. There was no toy rush at Kohl's. <laughs> that, that's the thing. And so uh, I had my pick of some really cool figures and toys there, and I got that uh, mid-sized Kylo Ren. He was so anyway. I got. Bit by the bug again. I'm really excited for this movie. It's Uh-oh. you know what? I, it really it's has not good. me hopeful. I'm it not. Really I'm not happy. Hopeful. Well, and Uh-oh. I've heard that new novel is terrible. I've. Uh, I'll get into that. Yeah, we got um, a lot of stuff going I'm, on. I'm with that moving new into novel. that one. Um, are, you, are you reading it already? Uh, I get you. Okay. All right. God damn but, it. Let him speak. God I found it. myself at Target Saturday because I had to pick up a card, and I'm like, oh yeah, the toys came out. And even just walking down that aisle, the heavily picked over aisle. There's just that euphoria that spreads over you. Thank it's like, you. Here it comes. Thank you. I called Ann because I went to Target another Target again on uh, <laughs> f- on Saturday. Okay. Yeah, just to go, just to go to the different Targets and see what's there. And you, there's stuff still, yeah. new stuff. Yeah, there is. It's a lot of new stuff. People haven't bought everything. Yeah, and I'm picking up the Lego stuff. Going, this is kind of cool. There's so much cool shit. On this. That one little Lego set I got. But I was just like, and I was calling Ann. I was like. Uh, well, I'm, I'm not, I'm not going to pull the trigger on the big expensive Lego stuff yet. i got a couple more days for that discount. I'm still tempted. Mm-hmm. We'll see how my weeks go. But, uh, but you're right. There's that, that feeling. But that That's feeling of just feeling. being. I was like, I was just, it just feels good to be here <laughs> around, yeah, this star, around this Star Wars shit. And she's just like, you got problems. <laughs> Dude, I'm listening to you know, like Fat Man on Batman and Hollywood Babylon and Kevin Smith is crazy he's just like oh my god oh my he keeps talking like he just can hardly wait for this movie to shatter avatar's record oh it will too it will i don't see that happening i really? mean it's I gonna be big you don't see i don't this, see, you don't see it, star wars breaking see avatar i no. think it could i really think it could I don't see well, it happening. Paul, you are the consummate you know, nerd shopper. My, my fruit leather hat is off to you. Very impressive. <laughs> Thank you. Very Thank impressive. You. I put in my time this week. Right. <laughs> so let's talk the new extended universe novels. Um, or not, huh? Well, I, I read Rebels. That was good. The, a New Dawn. One. I really yeah. liked that one. And then Tarkin came out and... I never got around to buying it. It finally came out to like paperbacks. I'm like, okay, I'll pull up trigger at that price. 
Tarkin. I can't remember what the name of the author is who wrote it. It's a background on Grand Moff Tarkin and pre-episode four. And it was one of the most grueling reads I've had in a long time. Just because they're trying to twist and re re it's, it's, shift all the This one actually fault the author. And it's just a hundred pages of really boring Wikipedia style exposition. Ugh. It, about page 150, finally characters were introduced and a story happened. Ow. And, and the, one of the reasons I just kept going with is like, you know what? This is canon fodder, like as in Star Wars canon. And I want to know where they're going with canon stuff right Interesting. now. Interesting. So it was the Star Wars Silmarillion? James Lucino no, is the there, name of the That's a good way of putting it. James Lucino. And uh, I think he did the Plagius book. From the original extended universe, Dark, which, which is I hear is a good book. Uh, that's um, that is the emperor. That is that is the emperor's mentor, kid. the overseer of Luke's kid. No, Darth no. Darth Plagueis. No, that's uh, that's according to what I've read. Oh about no, you're him. right, you're right. Okay, Darth Plagueis. That's the one the emperor was always talking about. He's he made what? a trick, figured out how to beat death and. By the end of it, I was glad I read it because there were some good parts and it filled in some interesting story gaps. But man, it's been a long time since I've had a book that was a slog like that. And so immediately afterwards, I'm like, well, let me look into because Star Wars Aftermath just came out. This is the big novel that happens after Return of the Jedi. What do you got for me? I have not started to read it because I went on Amazon and like just hate. Yes. Lots and lots of hate. And part then I started started reading the reviews as to why did you hate this so Uh much? Uh-huh. And some of it is because he does use second person. Narrative style. narrative style, which a lot of people don't like. Right. So I, I get that part. But there's also a lot of people out there that don't like it because he has a gay character. Mm-hmm. And there's a, a, another group of people out there that don't like it because they like the old extended universe so much that they're going to shit on everything that's new extended mm-hmm. universe. So Chuck Windig, I don't know if this is a good novel or not. I'm because interested. I've got to withhold judgment. I've got to yeah. hear what you say when you read it. When I go on to say like Goodreads and places where actual readership is happening and people love books, it doesn't sound so bad. Some people have an issue with the storytelling format is, you know, the second person. Yeah, that's what I've heard. I've heard there are legitimate complaints about just the way it's written. Sure. And a lot of complaints on the fact that this is not some grand, huge, earth shattering moments in the Star Wars universe, that it's a smaller story. Well, they want to yeah. save the moments for the. Movies. Of course they do. Of course they do. This this fills in just some gaps of how various parts were affected save post the moments for uh, your Star Wars. But what I love movie. is that Chuck Wendig has already put out a statement talking about the people that don't like it because of the gay characters and such. So I have the statement. He the author? Yes. This is the author of Star Wars Aftermath. Now this goes directly to the stuff that was going on with the Hugos as well. It somewhat uh, it, it to to an extent because that's the kind of criticism a lot of the puppies, the sad puppies and rabbit puppies had was mm-hmm. people are in their their charge is people are inserting diversity characters like gay or non just for the sake you know. of putting a diversity yeah, character. You, you have two groups of people who have a concerted effort and are making an effort to just 
overlog this thing with bad reviews. One, because they think it's a social justice warrior thing. Yep. And another one, because we love the old extended universe, so we're not going to give the new one any chance, any ground. Let's bring that back. That's what makes these discussions so difficult, because you cannot knock it down to a binary that position A, position B opposed. There are a lot of people who come in from different angles. Yeah. And I mean, I can see people who don't give a crap about gay characters totally hating anyway because of the whole EU thing. Mm-hmm. There's so they, still a lot of bitterness that that slate was wiped clean. Well, justifiably so. There's some really great books in there. And I mean, like, sure. as as a guy who read a bunch of Karen Travis's stuff, I'm like, why don't you have her on your book if it's important to you? And, and you know what? I think that is... she going to be doing some stuff down the line? I am hoping so. I think so. And, and I think She's that's a lot, best, of, man. a lot of the EU people's complaints because... You didn't use the good like EU authors? That's it. No, right that there. makes sense. That's fucking stupid. <laughs> but here's what Windig had to say about uh, the people that didn't like his gay characters. And if you're upset because I put gay characters and a gay protagonist in the book, I got nothing for you. Sorry, you're, squ- uh, you're squawking Saurian. Meteor's coming. And it's a fabulously gay Nyan cat meteor with a rainbow trailing behind it, and your mode of thought will be extinct. You are not the Rebel Alliance. You are not the good guys. You are the fucking Empire Man. You are the shitty, oppressive, totalitarian Empire. And if you can imagine a world where Luke Skywalker would be irritated that there were gay people all around him, you completely miss the point of Star Wars. It's like trying to picture Jesus kicking lepers in the throat instead of curing them. Stop being the Empire. Join the Rebel Alliance. We have love and inclusion and great music and cute droids. By the way, the book also has an older woman, a mother, rescuing a man. So if that bothers you, you might want to find a bunker for hunkering down. I don't know if you notice, but there are three new protagonists of the movie consists of a woman, a black man, and a Latino man. The bad guys all look like white guys, too. So many meteors, so little time to squawk at them. Unquote. Nice. Okay. So that's his response. Yeah, well put. So, I would still want to read it after he has a because, point, but what? I don't know if it's going to be that well of a written, well written book. We'll see. Sure. So I'm probably going to pull the trigger on it and go ahead and read it because I do want to kind of immerse myself in this new EU. Yeah. Um, and Penny I've gone Arcade, this far, thus far. If I can get through Tark, and I figure I can get. I'm through waiting this. for it to become paperback. It's right now. I only yes. saw hardcover, yeah. and right. that's and why I didn't get it because sure. I'm like I, I don't like hardcover. God well, I'm going to read it on my Kindle. So why? I just, I actually like a mass market sized book. I just like a smaller book that I can hold in my hand. Okay. You know, if I had a Kindle Kindle mm-hmm. as opposed to the Kindle app on my phone, because I use the Kindle app on my phone, but I don't, I'm it's, not big yeah. on reading novels on my phone. Yeah, I, I, I have I the Kindle app too, story, and I hate reading on it. I, I buy short story collections. I got tons of, tons of people who sell their novellas electronically and stuff. But a novel, I've only read a couple novels on the phone, and it's like, uh, you know, I want a mass market. I have to call it a mass market because you you know, read it used it? to be a paperback. But now when you say paperback, people mean the trade paperback, right. which is a soft cover that's the size of a hardcover. Ah. So, and I'm just like, ah, oh, crap. And sold it at a higher price. Just, Pull the trigger on the Kindle. Yeah, well, it's... It is. It's bigger money. I mean, that's the, the authors say when people say, what can I do for you as an author? You know, tell me what I can do so you can make more money or whatever. They always say, buy my hardcover when it comes out the first week it comes out. Make sh- sure it's the hardcover. Pre-order the hardcover before it's scheduled to come out. 
And they, and of course, they all, all the good ones, preface it with, I just want you to read my stuff. So just get it however you get it and read it. But if you have the money and the gumption, this yeah. is what you can do. Yeah. And, you know, because there's more money in the hardcover. And that's the so. numbers that the companies look at. Yeah, right? yeah, exactly. Sure. The first week especially. Mm-hmm. Okay. So so I don't recommend Tarkin. Aftermath, I'll get back to you. Okay. Wow. We wait to hear about it next week. <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, any? What else you got, gentlemen? Anything? Um. Well, I finally got to watch the series finale of uh, Falling Skies. That show. The whole series on. is yeah. done. Series is done. This was its final season. Um, I I liked it, but oh, I wow. was, it was kind of disappointing. The whole final season felt very rushed. Okay. So I mean, it it's weird because they knew that they were being canceled. They were given this final season, but there was there's a lot to wrap a up. A lot that they compressed into each episode. Like so, like character arcs were solved within single episodes during the season. Like like things that had been going on for multiple seasons were suddenly wrapped up just like that. Well, they got to put the nail in it now. So, I mean, I, I liked how they ended the series. It just felt very rushed. Um, so you got a series so, that's a slow build and yeah, a quick end. Yeah, exactly. That's, and that's, that, was the, that was the only disappointing part of this final season was that it was a slow build. You know, they're going through this, this extended battle with a superior force it's and gotta be so hard to be a show writer it really does when you don't know how many seasons you have right. to deal yeah. with and my question here jeff is does it feel from a writing just a pure writing perspective does it feel rushed or you know as in the writers are just like oh we gotta knock this out or is it just the fact that it's been seasons and seasons of build and then it just all of these stories get resolved in this one season that it produces this sense of, uh, you know, slapdash rush. I would say as somebody who also writes, I don't write as much anymore, but it feels like they were given a number of episodes for the final season and they had a, a set story line that they wanted to finish up. So they had to compress these various storylines down into single episodes as opposed right. to carrying them across the entire final season. Well, That's how it feels to me. Yeah, because I'm just saying, is this a phenomenon we're getting where we're getting more and more long arc television, and as a result, we're getting used to this stuff just go, you know, these long arcs. I, so I, when you get the sudden end, we get this sense of disappointment, and it's I less would a disappointment in the technical execution sure. and more... This is just what we were used to, and the pace is suddenly. Changed. I would say maybe that's a small part of it. I think it mostly has to do with, if I'm not mistaken, they had five or six fewer episodes for this final season they than they had for all the previous seasons. Did they go so, into the season knowing it was the last? They did, right. but it was still one of those like you know, when the when last season ended, they were in limbo, okay. not knowing when they were coming back. Because it's one of the, it's basically a summer series anyway, mm. so it's the shorter, shorter episode seasons anyway. Right. You know the, the the twelve to fifteen versus you know the twenty four of, you know the twenty two to twenty four episodes of a standard uh, television season. And I believe, if I'm not mistaken, they only had ten episodes for this final season. So that's short. You're 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 wrapping it up with five fewer episodes. 
And not only that, you know, you've built up this entire universe that you're thinking probably, you know, okay, if this is our final season, we have X number of episodes. I think they would have been better served if they'd been given a two-hour finale instead of a one-hour finale, which was the, I think, the thing that, that really kind of puzzled me. Because I remember seeing, you know, there's only one episode left in the series. I'm like, oh, okay, so next week's the series finale. And then getting home and looking at the DVR, and I'm like, 64 minutes? That's it? So yeah, A lot yeah. of things wrap up in that time. Yeah. Uh, oh, and yeah, it, they, they literally had almost the entire end of this war that they're fighting to wrap up in a one-hour episode. Yeah. So, it, yeah, it... Uh, well, at least you got a some yes. kind of day normal. Yeah. All right. And I will, I, I will recommend it as a series. It is a really well-written series, very well-acted. Um, it's, it's so good, and they don't throw you a lot of, like, overt CG special effects. They do a lot of practical effects. There are some CG, of course, because, you know, you have aliens that you're True. trying to, you know, show a mass scale of these different aliens... You know, it, it, like literally, like a flood of these aliens coming and attacking you. They kind of overwhelm you with numbers. But when they do the close-ups, they have real animatronic and people in costume aliens. So okay. uh, that's not something you really see a lot in sci-fi anymore for a television series. That was so. one of those shows I kept forgetting existed. Yeah, well, it, it and it's hard to keep up with it because it is a summer series and it's on TNT. Okay, how many so, seasons is it? Uh, six, I believe. Wow, that's more than I thought. It's five or six. I, I, I'd have to look that one up, to be honest. Okay. Um, and then also on Paul's recommendation, I started Halt and Catch Fire. And, Dude, that uh, show is amazing. It really show, was yeah. good. I mean, it, it's, it's intriguing uh, from the perspective of I read a lot of computer building magazines back at that time. And the technology that they put into this computer, it's a couple of years ahead of where it should have been. For this series, it's like 83, 84 is where the yeah. series is set. But still fairly possible. But, uh, yeah, unfortunately, they only have the first season on Netflix. The second season isn't in there. But, uh, but yeah, that was really good. Where, where was this originally aired? AMC. Uh, AMC. AMC, yeah. Okay. It, was, it was... It's one of their babies. Not yeah. for t- 2013, if I'm not mistaken, right? Was the um, season one, and then 14 was season two. No. We'll just run with that. You might be right. End of I might. I might be a year off. It might be the 14 new season, for season is one. out. Well, it's playing. Or it's right playing now. right now. Yeah, yeah. so it okay. is 14. 14. Okay, so yeah. yeah, 2014 was when season one aired, and it's only ten episodes long. So it's not. Uh, it's is that not the, uh, BBC or the British style of yeah, uh, it's, episodes. Uh, well, that's what AMC is doing for the most part. Is they're doing these shorter seasons, but much more involved. So better content. You yeah, don't yeah. have to stretch shit for 50 fucking years like 24. Garf. <laughs> Garf. How many of these episodes can we skip? How many of these Jack is stuck in a building? All right, good. Now let's get to something that's happening. And then I also, I also I finally... We just heard a beep, just like a 24 beep as soon as I said 24. <laughs> Everything's watch, listening to everything. <laughs> Everything's listening to everything now. It's gross. And I've had several people hammering me to try to try this series out. Oh, you I, have people hammering you? I finally started Orphan Black. So oh. uh, That's very... Very well written. That's show. one I still haven't seen. How far uh, have you gotten? Is that on Netflix? I am on episode nine of the first season. Okay. There's only ten episodes in the season, now. but um, it's it is an Amazon Prime exclusive. Oh, if it's you an Amazon Prime. It. Sorry, yeah. 
So yeah. that's if it, uh, unfortunately if you don't have Amazon Prime, it. you're not going to be able Amazon to Amazon Prime. Well, to watch it. Amazon Prime, but so. uh, it needs one member in your family, man. You're but good. yeah, uh, the first two seasons Just are in there. Day, the third season, I guess, is about to air, and it's only ten episodes each for those first two seasons. But they are long. They're like 45, 46 minute episodes. Long, as opposed strong, to down to get the friction on, <laughs> as opposed to like your typical like forty minute. <laughs> Orphan got black. So yeah, <laughs> good I, defi- I definitely recommend oh, yeah. it. I watched Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles: The Garbage by Michael Bay. Did you watch it? I was flipping through like trendy now, trendy now Netflix. I'm like, oh, I forgot this came out. Should I watch it? Look at Paul. I'm like, should I watch? She goes, yeah, sure, watch it. Like, dude, why did I watch this? Did you watch the whole thing? Yeah, I watched the whole thing. I was like, I watched it as well. Oh just because I want, well, I watched it because I wanted to see just how bad it was because Dude, that's what, all the that's reviews what Netflix I've is for. You well, pay it wasn't the big on money also to not give I saw it was on for. HBO. I think. <laughs> for fuck's sake, well, Netflix. I'm like, yeah. Well, you have to admit there is a Shredder. bit of morbid curiosity. Oh yeah. sure, yeah. But I stopped that shit after the third Transformers movie. <laughs> I was like, oh, I don't need. And to there's see a Transformer anything. in this one too. He's called Shredder. I couldn't believe it. <laughs> I was like, oh my. They're talking about his armor, like well, our cybernetic crew is working on your armor. I'm like, really? They put a transformer. And sure enough, I'm like, that's Shredder. Wow. You know that's the sad Shredder. thing is, like, after the first like 30 minutes of it, I don't remember the rest of the film. <laughs> I literally, I that's, think that's my the brain, right there. I think well, my brain shut down <laughs> just because I'm like, holy shit, this is terrible. Holy I, shit, this is terrible. you're going to get a sequel. I haven't felt the need Very to pull soon. the trigger on it's this coming. one. And so I don't know if I'm fucking happen. kidding me. Really? There's a sequel? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. There is a sequel. Oh, oh, you know what? You, you know what? I also heard, not to pimp Kevin Smith too much, uh, he uh, and Bernardine, or Bernardin, uh, the guy who's with him on um, uh, Fat Man on Batman, they said, you're probably going to, and I'm happy. I'm a, get I, happy. I may be the only person who's happy. But uh, you're probably going to see a Terminator Genesis sequel because China, China's numbers pushed Terminator over 400 million. It didn't do well domestically, but yeah, you're absolutely right. It exploded over there. Well, that's why we're getting another Pacific Rim. (sighs) I'm fine with that. I'm fine with that. I like it. I thought it was fun. What? You're fine with it. That's true. This is my opinion. You're good Shut people. up, Paul. I, did. <laughs> I didn't say you're not entitled to be wrong. Everybody is right. Everybody has the right to be wrong as hell. I mean, oh, and I, I got. By the way, I also got my Blu-ray. Uh, witness me. <laughs> you, you uh, said, I got you my said Blu-ray of Mad Max. You? you said that you last, said week. last week. Yes, you've been witness you twice. You stood I right there. It. You stood right there. We, we witnessed you. I was, was it? Was it as good as you remember? Yes, it was. It was really funny. The fourth time I went to see it in a theater. <laughs> uh, 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 on the soda there. <laughs> I'm sitting in this chair and I'm like, why am I here? Really? Why am I doing this four times in a theater? I haven't done this since the first Avengers. And then the Warner Brothers logo came up and you get the vroom. And I'm like, oh, yeah, that's why. <laughs> uh, and then I turned on the Blu-ray and it was the exact same moment. Nice. I was just like, I can't believe I bought it and I'm already watching it and vroom. Oh yeah, that's why. <laughs> I just love that movie. It um some bits of CGI poke through uh on the on the TV as, you know, Jeff will be quick to tell you right. what happened. But I mean, ah, uh, I just and then I watched all the featurettes too and it was just it was awesome. It was just awesome. Fantastic. Just awesome. I have to shed a tear. Now to piggyback so. on top of that, I've been playing the Mad Max game on the PlayStation 4. How was that? Uh, if you like open world games, I highly recommend it. 
if you Ooh. don't like open world games, there's nothing new for you here unless you really like that setting, which is a really great setting. I love open world games. I'm really enjoying myself. I got really scared going into it because I saw a lot of middling reviews. Um, yeah. But I have not been bored in it. I have not like had my fill of doing the same thing over and over yet. Uh, there has been some same thinging going in it, but I, it's beautiful to look at. It, they they nailed the world of they whenever you visit some off property off the road uh, location it always seems to have some interesting story behind it that they've actually thought through like when you're watching the movie and you see the great makeup or something you're like I want to know more about that thing and yeah, they don't yeah. tell you what that thing is there's some of that in here too and I'm really enjoying that I assume the bullet town is in it and uh, uh, it really it really I don't know about I don't know about bullet Gastown. farm but gas town is one of the primary final bits of the game I know mm-hmm. that much you've been told that much from the beginning but it's fun building up your car. It's fun building up your character. I've heard about how you, you got to scrounge and do stuff like that to you build will, it up. Yeah, you have to grab I, scrap everywhere you that, go. That was like, that's the criticisms I've been reading about. The, a lot of the criticisms sound like Barry's criticism of, uh, remember D&D's uh, Dark Sun? Where he was like just pissed off because it's like, I don't play D&D to search for water. Because like a lot, a lot of Dark Sun, a lot of d- DMs will play it that you're just you're in the desert and Them, you're dehydrated. That is that is I don't yeah I would not enjoy Mad Max. And Mad Max is like I'm tired of watching Max pour gas in his car. Yeah, there, there's <laughs> a I read a lot of porno level in this game. Hmm? Well, I watched. A, uh, it a, does go to a cut scene whenever you collect water. Poor gas, whatever. It's a short cut scene, though. It's not a big deal. <laughs> it, it was funny. I was watching him earlier. He uh, he needed his gun for something, and he's like, oh, I haven't had ammo for this gun in, like, days or something like that. Yeah. So, yeah, it's definitely it, it was what you were saying with the, you have to scrounge for stuff. Yeah, that kind of falls with me to the whole Fallout thing. Mm-hmm. Falls under the same category as Waggle Control. Falls under the same category as, well, you know, I'll enjoy watching that wasteland. Mm-hmm. We but don't I don't want to live it. it. No, it's no. Why would no? Just you know, bullet, he, does, he can't have his cheeseburger. Bull in the brain, man. For in, real. In real life, absolutely. <laughs> this would be absolute hell. Yeah. Eating maggots and dog food. Yeah, but even in the game, <laughs> even in the game, I don't want to. I don't want to virtually experience that shit either. But it's really fun when you have a really cool car and a nice shotgun. Just my. <laughs> there just you my go, Paul. <laughs> Priorities, you know, like, man. I enjoy Doom. I wouldn't want to live in Doom either, but sure. I can enjoy Doom because I can get in and out in five minutes, have a really fun frenetic well, that, experience. That's your thing. You like the small experience. I do. I like nuggets. And whereas I'm like, I want to pour hours into a game, and I'm having, this I'm taking, got hours, I'm taking Batman bit by bit. Okay. Slowly, I'm like, I'm still only like twelve percent in, real slow. Sure. I'm real slow. But you can do that on that. Yeah. I'm taking and you time. can kind of do this on this too. Okay. But there's a lot of game there, and I can tell in the future of it that there's going to be some filler in it, and that might not be where it keeps my attention. But for now, it's got me. That new Laura Croft game is great. It picked up where the other one uh, left off, the isometric uh, view. Oh, the uh, Temple of, of Osiris. Ter- this, is, this one's Temple of Osiris, yeah. Guardian of Light was the first one. Okay. This is Temple of Osiris. I got that on my PS4. Really, really good. Uh, nice. nice short burst. Really fun game. Very, very, uh, uh, what do you call that? Uh Shit! Isometric uh, view. Yeah, what's it called? The 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 one, the classic one where it was based on Running Man. And then Total Recall. What's it, what are they called? Smash TV. It plays oh, like it plays like a gotcha. high end Smash TV. 
That's where the control one, scheme. one control does the uh, shooting, the other one the yep. movement. Yep. Yeah, Robotron controls. Yes, it's really Contestant too. It's really, really fun. That's a really good game. Okay. And yeah, one you can just jump in and jump out. Jump in and jump out. You can do co-op play, which I haven't had any friends over to play. but you know. I got no friends. And I finally played Rocket League. And? It's a great game. Right? It's, it's really a lot cool, of huh? fun. It's one thing over and over again, but it's in such short, exactly. fr- frantic bursts yep. that, wow. Yep. That's, ex- that's it's One of the few m- games I could recall enjoying playing with other players and not really caring. Right. Mm-hmm. Being online with randos and being like, okay. Yeah. Once in a while... If you happen to catch the chat out of the corner of your eye and somebody's like, you monster dumbasses, or it's like, yeah. just eat a dick, sir. Yeah. Turn the chat off and just play. It's yeah, like I, I never yeah. turn the chat on. I like the add the sir on there, though. Yeah. <laughs> eat a dick, sir. <laughs> eat a dick, sir. Eat so a Mad Max the game so dicks. far? Yeah, I like it. Really good. Dick buffet. Nice. Anything else, gentlemen? I watched all of Sense8 in two weeks. Sense8 mm-hmm. on Netflix. Yep. By the Wachowski... Yep. Wachowski's, I should say. Yep. And you love it? Written by Straczynski, right? Yeah. Yeah, I mean... uh, Wachowski's and Straczynski's. I gotta watch it now. Yeah, I... uh, Shit, I should have starred in it. Yeah, no, I... uh, (laughs) Exactly. Damn Serpanskis. Yeah. (laughs) Fuck. I didn't watch it in two weeks because I was trying to show off. It was one of those, like, I gotta see what happens next. Okay. It's got... it's, It's weirdly paced. I mean, there are parts of it that run really... They just take in their time... Going along and then suddenly boom, 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 boom. Whoa, what the hell Ooh, was that's that? That's nice. I like yeah. that stuff. Well, he's uh, he's writing it, so yeah. there's no risk of like uh, falling skies where it just wraps up. Because yeah. he writes where he writes, oh, this could be my last season. So he writes the ending, and then, oh, we got renewed. He yeah, writes another ending, he and then he writes another with, ending. He didn't do that with Babylon 5, though. Yes, he did. Oh, when it was oh, going boy. from a Showtime to Here TNT, oh, he talked Here about it. it. No. Seriously. Here it goes. Watch out, folks. The dicks are flying. Yeah. Anyways, it, it builds really nicely to, to the, the end, and it's uh, the the thing you're waiting for, the thing where people start hopping into the bodies and using each other's abilities. Takes a while to get. Spoilers! To wow, thanks. Wow, Andy. I haven't even seen wow. it. Wow, no, I don't, I don't first, see it now. That, first, Matt does it to me. Now, Andy, fuck. That's in the preview. It was, <laughs> that's how they advertise it. It was in the press release. Yeah. <laughs> So Sensei, you re- you recommend it? I really enjoyed it. It's it's uh, it's uh, if you're a little squirmy about gay stuff, you're gonna be freaked out about this because. But uh, it's not murdery, so no. hey, it's very murdery, <laughs> very murdery. What? Yeah. Murdery? Why, why are you enjoying gay murdery? Because it's not a superhero doing the murdering; it's a gangster doing the murdering in a lot of it. So yeah. Spoilers. No. <laughs> gangsters murder people. There's gangsters <laughs> in it. Gangsters, gangsters are people. bad. Spoiler. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but no, I mean it's 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 I definitely recommend it. Uh, but it is you know the 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 most intense relationships in it are two gay relationships. There's a, a gay couple, gay guys, and then there's a um, lesbians, and one of them's uh, transgender. So we obviously seen mm-hmm. one of the Chowskis pulling in that stuff, and that's really sure. a sensitively covered character. Mm. Yeah, mm-hmm. so it's good. Mm-hmm. Oh no, the, the, it's hot. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Anything else, gentlemen? Are you building up to something? I'm not. Oh, okay. <laughs> I had something and I lost it. Damn. Oh, oh. I, I went to see. I went to comic book store this week and and I didn't buy any comics. Oh, Whoa. what? Yeah, I'm waiting for Secret Wars to finish. Uh, the actual miniseries itself uh, didn't come out this week, 
And so um, I looked around, everything else, nothing else really caught my eye. I'm just waiting for uh, this whole thing to wrap up and the new universe of Marvel to start. Um, The Secret War miniseries, as as I've stated before, is awesome. God, look at that. Um, Rachel and Miles preview the X-Men. That's their video blog where they talk about current comics. They're covering Secret Wars because it covers so many X books and X titles. And they're, what they talk about on the miniseries itself is great because it really is. It's just such a well-executed uh, run, art-wise, writing-wise. Art is beautiful. Um, but boy, guy. oh boy, I'm waiting for Old Man Logan because that will be one of the ongoing titles when the, the new universe is established. Logan. <laughs> yeah. That, that old man Logan. He just keeps snickting. <laughs> he won't stop <laughs> snickting. That old man Logan. <laughs> oh, cut off. Oh, we found the button. We found the bad mic. <laughs> yeah. Let's yeah. Keep, let's keep that with Andy. <laughs> oh, I'm but, but, <laughs> It's yeah, obviously. Yeah, I have to hold on now. All right. Oh, good. No, nope. oh, there I am. It's gonna make for great sound. Oh uh, yeah. Oh, I we, can we grab we another switch? cable. Hold on. <laughs> I'm not hearing shit with these ear- earphones. I think. Yeah. Either am I. These they, fucking they earphones. Volume, I am turning on the volume. The volume's all the way pump up. up. The volume. Pump up the yeah. volume. Pump up the volume. So does, dance, dance, dance. Dun, 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 dun. It doesn't matter. Astronaut Bill Reed. It is astronaut Bill Reed. Thank you. Uh, I've got to try and remember that forever now. Uh, somebody <laughs> tweeted Reed. that. Somebody tweeted that to us. Uh, uh, Bill Reed. Bill Reed. Oxygen deprived astronaut. I'm pretty sure this is how he sounded. I'm pretty sure. Uh, it's close. Um, astronaut Bill Reed. Um, I'd like to say real quick, uh, as an astronaut uh, who was deprived of oxygen during uh, a lot of my training and then subsequent time and space. <laughs> oh my god he's that i don't, I don't want people to think that i'm you know party pooper bill reed astronaut i uh, you know i like a good time as much as the next guy but um here's the thing uh star wars is not fact it's not that's not what's happening in space uh, it's just cold and dark and scary and awful there's no uh light wands winging around and pretty girls it ain't happening um no you basically my time was like this Oh, it was like, okay, uh, I got a poop in a tube, and uh, oh, my oxygen's going low. That's, poop in the tube. That's basically my time in space. It was like, where do I shit? Why ain't I breathing? Uh, that was Bill Reed's space adventure, and it got real hairy real fast. I didn't like it. And hairy, it gets hairy. Choose you can't your own shave Bill in Reed space. space adventure. You can't shave in space. There's, uh, there's no space for it. You get uh, no space for the it. shavers. It's hard to carry razors, and uh, the shavings go everywhere. You get a tiny little micro hair inside of a. It'll puncture the aluminium inside of a switch, <laughs> some servo. What the hell's an al- aluminium falcon? And before you know it, uh, <laughs> your air supply gets cut off, <laughs> like mine. Like mine did, I think. Well, just take it off your playlist. Yeah. Oh, uh, Ha, 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 ha. <laughs> you know, no, it's good. Have a laugh. Have a laugh because, you know, you, you haven't been in the situation I've been in where your oxygen's not coming in. Well, when you are, 
and you will be. Uh, <laughs> you'll be like, boy, Bill Reed knew what he was talking about. Bill Reed had a point. Oh, I, boy. I, I, Bill, Ms., uh, Astronaut Reed, Whoa. I am not going into space. Okay. Coward, are you? <laughs> Coward? <laughs> yeah. Dude, NASA... It, it? It, 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 it's farming out its shit to the to the Russians. I, I uh-huh. can't even go to space on a good old American capsule. Uh, what, with that you, name? Come on. You can get in. You'll be fine. Those things rattle a little bit, but they're honestly stronger than the stuff we built here. I know. I watched Big Bang Theory. I saw <laughs> that episode. Yep. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> yep. And uh, I don't think they had their oxygen supply go out on them. No, they didn't. So it's true. Go. Glasnost, motherfucker. <laughs> As a side note, I think Geek Shock merchandising poop in a tube. Bill Reed's poop in a tube. <laughs> <laughs> We've got a seller, guys. You do. TM audience, that's don't a, even try it. a set and a half that's right a, there. That's a, that's, a, that's a future Patreon <laughs> tier. <laughs> Play-Doh Fun Factory's got nothing on me. Oh, my God. Bill Reed's poop in a tube. Hey, you know what it's like to poop in space? Now you can. Poop in a tube. <laughs> Here you go. Have Just one add of water. Just add water. Nope. <laughs> you add water, you're in for a real slimy shit. <laughs> Ouch. I'm, I want some blood turd. Oh. News oh. you don't give a shit about. Oh. oh. Poop in a tube. Bill Reed's poop in a tube. 20th Century Fox and Chernin Entertainment have started development on a Mega Man film. Uh, one positive signs of things to come is Chernin Entertainment that David Reddy and Michael Finfer are overseeing the company. <laughs> right, while Peter Chernin produces. Oh, boy. Together, they have a decent Together pedigree. Together, they're called Fifa Pooper. <laughs> Fee- Production. Fifa Harper and Jack Incorporated. Worst law firm ever. Right? Fifa Pooper have de- decent pedigree <laughs> for sci-fi action movies, including really? the recent upcoming and upcoming Planet of the Apes films. That's oh, what okay. they're behind. Right. So that's the company I, doing I, this. At first, I love that line, the recent upcoming. Yeah. Recent, it was recent slash upcoming, and okay. by that time, my brain was broken anyway. Fee for pooper. <laughs> for fee for pooper. Uh, Mega Man, originally called Rock Man in Japan, was first released in 87 for Nintendo by Capcom. Backstory for the game is a man named Dr. Light, and the android he built in his lab as his, to be his lab assistant, Rock, were betrayed by the evil Dr. Wily, who stole Dr. Light's work and made evil robots with special weapons to take over the world. And uh, yeah, <laughs> um, we're distracted by '80s Jeff's. He's rooting. He's building a microphone. <laughs> he's rooting. That's <laughs> amazing. He's doing some hard. So I'm pulling the copper out of the wall outlet. I was like, wow, he's really. I didn't even know he had a soldering iron there. So you at, set him in a direction and a project at Coles. <laughs> did you buy a goddamn Star Wars microphone? So I found a Mega Man shirt. Oh yeah, so proper. There is action on that property, all around. <laughs> oh no, yeah, laugh, but no, seriously. Well, they're like, in their anniversary, right? Well, they're in the anniversary, but here's the thing: like the He-Man stuff has gotten picked up in the last couple of years, and there have been T-shirts and all that kind of thing. It's a slow build towards films. That's how they do it. They test the waters. They send out the stuff. It's just like the Tick, the 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 series, yeah. the Tick. Like it got re-released at a five dollar price point for the whole series, and People bought that up, so then Netflix goes, oh, okay, people want to watch that more, and there you go. So th- whenever you see these rarer properties getting different licensed pieces, they're just testing the waters to see what's up. Really? That watch went off twice. We got your <laughs> diabetes medicine going on? What's going on here? 
Gotta, gotta check talking. my toe. Gotta check my twitchy toe. I'm Maple Leaf Matt, and I got the diabetes. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you what's terrible for diabetes. <laughs> syrup. Canadian accent. Canadian accent. Oh yeah. Well, I had I had a whole thing of syrup this morning. <laughs> I was so thirsty. I got up and drank two or three glasses of syrup as you do, and then my betas meter went crazy. It goes betas meter, betas meter, betas meter. It says. It says, apparently I had the high sugar in the bloods, and I didn't understand why. I'd only had three glasses of, of syrup. <laughs> so I went, I went to, go, to go to Tim Hortons to have some donuts and calm my betas down. Uh, and about four wheat donuts, because those are good for you. The wheat donut, wheat? that makes a difference. Wow. Uh, so I had some wheat donuts. And then, uh, and then I had another three glasses of syrup, and my betas meter just starts a, a whizzing and a whirring, like there's something happening, like something, like I did something wrong. And I'm like, okay, all right, well I'll go check this out then. Uh, sure enough, when I went to pee, it was just straight candy, uh, like basically like rock candy coming out of my end. And I, oh yeah, it hurt. It hurt a lot. Yeah, it clinked on the sink. Uh, I didn't make it all the way Clink to the commode. On the sink. I didn't make it to the commode. I had to go in the sink because the candy rocks were whew, coming through sharp. Uh, so uh, that Venus meter needs a reinvention or something. I don't know. Um, I don't know. I'm going home and uh, having some more syrup uh, before the night's out. Me and the missus are having a nice little <laughs> bottle of syrup together. You know, sitting and watching the TV. Hockey game. Hockey is on. Syrup is in the in our in our fluted glasses. I thought it's hockey. Your son Gordon, huh? And your son Gordon. My son Gordon. Oh, Gordon's going to co- going to university next year. Ah. Yeah, it's going to be great. What's going to be great? Beatus. <laughs> it's going to be a Beatus doctor. I hope it isn't too late. By the way, another great Geek Shock merchandising on him. We get the uh, the 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 phone uh, Bluetooth connector to your uh, Beatus meter. Yeah, Beatus <laughs> meter wrist wrist uh, Bluetooth. Lord. Oh damn it! I don't hear you at all. Man, I'm just need something. Uh, the, the, it, it, the, used to, it used to be good, and now you're gonna have to share mics. All right. The the cable that was in that case is well, gonna now run. gone. It's just gone. It's I just have gone. no idea. Who ate it? I, I don't know. It's just not there, <laughs> and it's uh, it's a little frustrating because uh-huh, nah. I always put it in that case when I'm done. What's with fun it. is fact check went to like work with it a little bit, fix it up a little bit, and yeah, now there's just know. nothing. And completely it's destroyed it. Well, that part where he spit on it. I this think. is why we can't have nice things. <laughs> News you don't give a shit about. While the Pirates of the Caribbean film franchise has been a hit for Disney, I done stole Jeff's mic. They haven't had much luck with some of their other films based on their theme park attractions. What are you talking about? Uh, what uh, Country Bear Jamboree, oh. Haunted Mansion? Right. Was there another? I don't know. Tomorrowland, which is supposed to be Indiana a big, Jones four, a big fat Disney nerd of a fan service movie. They're supposed to be, you know, the hardcore Disney fans yeah, yeah. go to the parks, like the pins. Yeah. Apparently, that's like a big thing with the. I'm Disney. a huge park nerd. Right. The and hidden Mickeys. Tomorrowland. There are a bunch of hidden Mickeys in the Tomorrowland. It's supposed to be loaded with that. It's it doesn't a, surprise me, but nobody knows what Tomorrowland is about still to this day. Yeah. You haven't seen it, have you? No. Well, being a Because I don't know what it is. Well, when you do see it, being a big theme park nerd, this is apparently you're going to be seeing shit that, like, you turn me and us. Yeah. <laughs> Damn straight. 
I'm just saying. Just saying. It was one of just one of the weirdest advertising campaigns. That's what ever. I heard. Is it was marketed wrong? <laughs> that makes a lot of sense because I it, still don't know what it is. It was marketed. They. Hey well, I remember marketing. I just yeah. remember a wheat field. That's all I know. Well, I remember George Clooney being uh, kind of like nutty, almost nutty professorish. Professor? Professorish. Her girl, I'm nutty professor. You know, you a I, over there? I like how Paul can do it, there? and it's fine. I do it, and it's like, what, Kirsten? Oh, you're no. nutty Welcome to my world. <laughs> <laughs> nutty professors. <laughs> no, he's not going anywhere. Can't get any traction with nutty professors. <laughs> <laughs> but it looks Got like nothing. Disney believes they have something good with Jungle Cruise. Their upcoming film. <laughs> That'll be fun. Based on their Adventureland ride. But it won't be very good. <laughs> on the ride, if you can't shoot the hippo in the mouth. Only the tour guide can do that. Right? That's right. the best, man. They stopped doing that, I think, didn't they? I think they now fire the gun in the air to scare Just them off. Scare them off. Yeah. Get out of here, hippo. Yeah, that's what oh, they did. Oh, man, I loved when they shot the hippo. It was like, <laughs> you shot the fucking hippo. <laughs> they didn't play around. <laughs> and fuck them hippos, man. They kill people all the time. Yeah, Disney didn't fuck around until in the 90s. They kind of eased off. But, right, but, but it up was till time. Then, oh, buddy, yeah. It's, you it, know, well, it's those fucking hippo justice warriors. <laughs> <laughs> HJWs. Well, weren't they the company that, that threw lemurs off the cliff and created yes. that whole rumor of yes, that, they are. that lemurs follow each other and dive off the cliff? They actually threw them off on the documentary. Yeah, they killed lemurs. Lemons. On Disney? Yeah, you mean lemons? <laughs> what the fuck are you talking about lemurs? I'm like, what the? Lemurs? Lemons? Andy fact checked is like, yes, they did. They sure did. <laughs> my brother's a beast master. They didn't, I know my brother's they a beast master. They just, they just <laughs> did a lemur conference. <laughs> <laughs> they, 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 lemurs. Painted, they painted the lemurs up to look like yeah. lemmings. Oh, they're Poor so, fucking <laughs> lemurs. <laughs> they threw lemmings off the cliff? <laughs> That's why they look so big. Yeah. They threw lemmings <laughs> off the cliff. Yes, yes lemmings. Did. did they die? Yes. yes. Oh, it's terrible. Uh, and I think that's a thing called gravity. And I think <laughs> that won an Academy Award, at least nominated. I think it won. Well, As I mean, a documentary. It's somebody's art. <laughs> <laughs> and Paul's all for the art. Yo, Jeff, tomorrow is another day. <laughs> <laughs> We've shared mics before. I'm we can solve this. Yeah, Here you go. Yeah, and poor Mike. I mean, he moved to another state. He got right. tired of being shared. <laughs> <laughs> it's just frustrating. My stuff, I keep in a specific spot, so I have easy access to it, and it's... Oh, you're like easy. I, I can't imagine that <laughs> just like happening in this place. And that reminds me, I have to apologize about your porn. Uh, <laughs> Why do you, you wear your you microphone bags like that, Jeff? You took it out of the Nickelback folder? I wear my microphone bags like this <laughs> for easy access, baby. Woo! Jeez. Uh, on the ride, guests board a jungle cruise through an African jungle navigated by a tour guide. A couple of weeks back, the film added Dwayne Johnson and the addition of focus screenwriting. As the hippo. Duo John Requa and uh, ah. Glenn Ficarra. And Johnson revealed via Twitter that the film will take place in the 1920s. No director has been <laughs> oh, attached yet. So they might yet. be able to get away with shooting a hippo. They might. Things were okay <laughs> back then. Uh, but uh, Requa and Ficarra both wrote and directed Focus and Bad Santa. So since those two are riding Jungle Cruise, perhaps they'll be offered the chance to direct as well. Oh, Bad Santa. And uh, release date has not been announced yet. I want to see him do this thing based on the Skipper Dan song. This the Weird Al song where he talks about the oh, Jungle Cruise. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. Wow. That's one, one song I didn't remember. 
No, you don't give a shit about everything. I know. It was about actors. I'm, I'm sure I saw it too. It was, uh, it was a couple uh, a couple of months ago, Carrie uh, Fukunaga spoke for the first time about why he departed a planned two movie adaptation of Stephen King's horror novel It after dedicating three years of his life to developing it. Literally. At the uh, time, Fukunaga didn't reveal much, only that he and New Line Cinema didn't see eye to eye on what kind of movie they wanted it to be. Uh, but now the director has spoken on the subject once again, offering a much more detailed account of what went down. Here's a somewhat clipped part of what he said. Quote, I was trying to make an unconventional horror film. It didn't fit into the algorithm of what they knew they could spend and make money back on based on not offending their standard genre audience. Our budget was perfectly fine. We were always hovering at the $32 million mark, which was their budget. It was the creative, it was the creative that we were really battling. It was two movies. They didn't really care about that. In the first movie, what I was trying to do was an elevated horror film with actual characters. They didn't want any characters. They wanted archetypes and scares. I wrote the script. They wanted me to make more inoffensive, conventional script. The main difference was making Pennywise more than just a clown. After 30 years of villains that could read the emotional minds of characters and scare them, trying to find really sadistic and intelligent ways that he scare kids, and also the children had real lives prior to being scared, it was being rejected. Every little thing was being rejected and asked for changes. We didn't want to make the same movie, unquote. Uh, New Line has since hired Mama director Andy Muschietti to deliver their desired uh, archetypical inoffensive take on the book. So the it going forward really sounds like it's going to be bad. Really, really bad. Yep. And that brings us to Weekend Geek. Yay. That was the weirdest fart noise. <laughs> Uh, last week we. Uh, That's right. Had I'm your, sorry. Had your, Andy your is so chair. fucking shattered. He is. He's. You he took is. away his mic, and he's just yeah. like. He, 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 I see him just leaning over every now and then, just looking wistful. Hello. <laughs> I used to have a mic. You, des- you deserve. You deserve no less. You oh, shamble. <laughs> you shamble. Oh, <laughs> this is what happens when you agree with lemurs being thrown over a cliff. <laughs> you see. There must be journalistic justice. I almost want to get a mic stand and put it right in the middle so he doesn't feel like he's... Well, don't. He'll smash against it. He'll (laughs) trip over it. Are you kidding? Kick it, break it, set it on fire. Fall over and take out the uh, the recording device. Fly up his ass. (laughs) One in a million shot. I can't believe it. You're never going to believe what happened. Oh, (laughs) I believe it. Yeah. Oh, Andy? Yeah. Yeah. Wait, you got to listen to this podcast and hear it. <laughs> I gotta hear it. Uh, get an earful. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Yes, Andy. <laughs> that's that's a mic stand going up. And, that, and, that's, and that's a quote. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Get the stroke wallet. Uh, last week, we briefly talked about the news that Disney-owned Marvel Entertainment has gone through uh, restructuring with the film division and its president, uh, Kevin Feige, reporting directly to Disney film chairman Alan Horn instead of longtime Marvel CEO Ilk Perlmutter, who still oversees the it's TV. That's so you say. That's right. That's, oversees the TV and publishing operations. Uh, I want to expand on that a little bit. Uh, this has been seen as a good move. Especially for Fige, who finally broke away from the control of the notoriously temperamental and penny-pinching Pearl Mutter. But the whole thing 
That's his name, Perlmutter. He's notoriously uh, temperamental. Penny pinching Perlmutter. Penny, yeah, penny pinching. I mean, <laughs> come on. You you typed that going, oh, yeah. <laughs> I want to say <laughs> this, this in Batman front of him. The persimonious penny pinching Perlmutter <laughs> plagiarized <laughs> propaganda. The bubble Pilfering <laughs> prophets pioneered previously. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Provoked. I don't know. Your peas are popping. Positively, prodigiously, perniciously, and perfidiously. <laughs> but the whole thing could have gone quite differently and ended with Fige leaving the company. Oh, no. no. According to Hollywood Reporter, Perlmutter was unhappy with the fact that Captain America Civil War's budget had escalated as the film became comparable in size and in cast. Oh, sorry. The film got so big. To a I third pretty- Avengers movie and wanted to scale it down according to one inside source. Uh, the New York-based Perlmutter was backed by what has been called Marvel's Creative Committee, a brain trust consisting of Perlmutter, right-hand man Alan Fine, Marvel publisher Dan Buckley, and chief creative officer Joe Quesada, that has often pulled back the reins on the studio productions. Fige apparently got so frustrated with Perlmutter, the committee, and the situation over Civil War, that he contemplated leaving Marvel entirely, until Disney... CEO Bob Iger st- stepped in and launched the reorganization that got Fige away from Perlmutter and the others. Did they say this was a good idea? Yes. What did it say exactly? <laughs> <laughs> Weren't you listening? Who, who, who's, who's saying this is a good idea? Up there earlier, it said something about a good idea? Yeah, that this has generally been said as a good idea because Fige is not reporting to one person than the next. What did it say exactly? Oh, God, let me go back and find it. <laughs> Somebody talk while I look. Penny pitch hey, I can talk. I have a microphone. <laughs> oh, damn it. He's got a microphone, folks. Who did that? God. Uh, this has been movies. seen as a good move. Especially it has been what? Seen as a good move. What has it been? What? What did you say? Wow, you've been trolled, man. This has been seen as a good. It has been what? Seen as a good move. You mean John Cena's a good move? Yeah, John Cena! <laughs> What the hell is wrong with you? I, wow. I fucking had to go back in the story and find that, that for this show. That was a lot of work. <laughs> you can't see the what time is now. It's Jesus fucking Christ. Don't worry. He's never going to let you down. <laughs> As I said to Jeff the other day, Jeff looks up at the screen and goes, oh, John Cena. I'm like, I still can't pull him out of a lineup. I have no idea what this man looks like. He, 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 that, he looks uh, like generic actor number three to me in this movie. Yeah, it was that uh, the Marine or something was on, and I'm Great. just like, I'm like, oh <laughs> lord. Well, I brought it up because Paul was, you know, we we had talked in the past about uh, how you said he's uh, he's he's just kind of a an awful actor, and, yeah, uh, and uh, yeah, he really was. He's a company man. Okay, he's a company man. He's a hardworking man. He's a charitable dude. But he, you know, but uh, apparently you know. he's got a good move. Yeah. <laughs> But uh, what did it say in there about uh, the idea? (laughs) (laughs) No. What did it say? Well, it said that it's been seen as a good move. Sorry, what? (laughs) It's been seen as a good move. What did it say? (laughs) What exactly were the words? It was. It. This has been seen as a good move. You think it's been seen as a good move? We did. Cena's got three moves. Yeah, John Cena. Woo! Yay, variation B. <laughs> Three move champion, the champ is here. 
God damn it. One insider said, New York has had a big say for a long time, but hasn't Kevin earned the right to earn some autonomy? He's made the company billions. Why is he reporting to a 72-year-old man who doesn't make movies? Ageism. (laughs) (laughs) So this could mean a loosening of Marvel's purse strings when it comes to budgets and especially in courting talent for its movies. Although, to be fair, the relatively low budget of a riskier movie like Ant-Man can sometimes work in a film's favor. It also means that we might soon see diversity in the casting of Marvel characters and hiring filmmakers. Something that pro- really... What are you doing? What the fuck is going on what did now? They, what did they say? <laughs> what did they say about diversity? Oh, it, no. it also means we might sh- soon see more diversity in the casting of Marvel characters. We're going to see diversity? We're going to see... What? See, di- see diversity? We're going to see... I'll take you to see diversity. Guess what the first subject is? <laughs> Body slams, motherfucker! It's John Cena! I now know more about John Cena than I have. Almighty. I'm, I'm, I'm guessing up. somewhere out there, somebody is finding this amusing. <laughs> <laughs> no one in this room is, but somewhere somebody is finding it amusing. Oh, somebody in this room Paul is. is finding it somebody amusing. Somebody is seeing this really enjoying this. Yeah, seriously, Jeff, did you miss that part? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. I'm as about, happy Kristen. as a little girl. <laughs> Dot, dot, dot. More diversity in the casting of Marvel characters. See diversity! See Something that Perlmutter was said to be against. It was also Perlmutter who decided to not put out a black... Uh, put out the oh, Black great. Widow so, in one of their Avengers Age of Ultron toys. Uh, specifically the one where Captain yeah, America comes the out of the Quinjet like, on the motorcycle. Um, when it was Black Widow, it did it in the film. Because he believed that girl toys didn't sell well. So. He'd wrong. They would have sold... So there's Black a little more case. as to okay, good behind right. that. Well, it sounds like it's a uh, oh no. What was the wording? <laughs> What's the general thought on that uh, that whole decision? <laughs> I don't think I can see it. Oh, oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <You're so laughs> oh. He's like Andy without a mic. <laughs> I just thought it was uh, seen as a good decision. <laughs> He's louder than I am without That's a mic. Some might say it could be seen as a good decision. It's what? Some might say it could be seen as a good decision. <laughs> seen as a good decision. You're damn right. Seen as always a good decision. You know why? Because he's the only motherfucking champ you'll ever need. John Cena! He, he just looks so sad. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> you know, he great fake out. He put the phone down like he was done. Yeah. He did. And then it's never over. <laughs> Don't hey, I contact know boy, WWE lawyers soon. Oh, yeah, right. This, yeah. this is the, the first first episode that ever gets tagged. <laughs> first episode that gets pulled because they're scanning everything. Benicio Del Toro, in an interview with Spanish News Outlet, confirmed that he will be playing the villain in Star Wars Episode Eight, while also revealing when cameras are set to begin rolling on the project. Quote, Star Wars is coming up. We will see how that turns out, said Del Toro when asked by the station how his schedule is looking for the near future. Quote, I think we will start shooting in March. It was also suggested previously that his character will be the villain of the piece, something that Del Toro appeared to confirm when he was grilled on the subject. The villain of the peas? Of the peas, yes. (laughs) But all peas are villains, let's be clear. Quote, the thing is, they don't... You are not a legume yet. (laughs) (laughs) Done. All like I always says like we're gonna wait to see how see how that goes. And I'm like, and I'll, see how that goes. It's gonna make a boatload of money. That's how it's gonna go. Right. 
The thing is, they don't let me talk too much about it, said the star. Because I'm the villain I'm like the, the villain, but we'll see. A quote. Neither Disney nor Lucasfilm have officially see? confirmed that Del Toro is even appearing in the film. He's a good guy. Let alone He's any details about guy. his character. Yeah. Uh, Star Wars Episode Eight opens in the UK and US March 26, 2017. Although now I'm hearing that UK gets like a, a little earlier than we do. Yeah, I know. Fucking it's bullshit. Twenty seventeen. That's too. pretty quick. Yeah. Two year turnaround. That, that's what it's going to be now. To every two years, we get a Shinkies. big yeah. Star Wars movie with little ones in between. Oh yeah. That's yeah. Well, that's less than two years though, because we we're talking December of this year, and you said March seventeen. Right? May. May seventeen. So, so yeah, that year, is shorter. year and a half shorter. Yeah. Two years. <laughs> uh, that's what the math says. <laughs> Yeah, you're in a hand. What the math? Hey, are, are you says? almost like done that. with the uh, news you don't give a shit about? Uh, we are. Did we can geek? Oh, we are. Yeah. Fuck. <laughs> I had a news we don't give a shit about. I said yeah. Well, everything. we don't give a what shit about it? it. So move on. Let's go. Yeah, go ahead. Next. No, oh, the real thing is, I might not have said it. We might. I might just skip it over. I can't imagine no, why no, I would have gotten can geek. Oh, I? you know okay. why? I I didn't. Oh hear yeah, it there's because, the timestamp. Yeah, because because Andy didn't have a mic and went yay. Oh, that's true. That. All it right. does bring it together. But last, uh, don't give a shit about it's news. It's funny. He's like sitting there like he's not allowed to speak. I know. It's so It is Even awesome. though the mic is closer to him. <laughs> <laughs> he's, that he's, was awesome. he's leaning away from the mic and has the whole dejected look on his face. I just want to see you I'm, two like, I'm lean I'm into on. each other. I'm holding on and waiting until I have something really good to say because I don't want to be bothersome and take the mic away from him. <laughs> it's only 80s, wow. Jeff. Take it away whenever you like. Wow. <laughs> yeah, it's like I ever have anything important to say on this show. Oh, All right, Eeyore. Oh. <laughs> Boy, Eeyore and Schlepprock. Man. <laughs> Jesus. No, um, last week I mentioned this uh, RPG fiasco oh yeah this thing called tournament of rapists yeah oh boy ended up getting pulled from one bookshelf and there was a whole kerfluffle about it people were outraged it was up and yeah, people were they liked outraged it being on it got pulled jimmy's bookshelf right one bookshelf is the uh, oh okay the, gotcha. the pro- all right the uh provider of um pdfs that where you can purchase pdfs for various rpg games uh through like drive through rpg rpg now sure now um, I've done a little bit of research, and actually, it is so acrimonious and such a mess. I think I got a little bit more interesting stuff on it. First of all, the Tournament of Rapists was not something the PCs participate in. It's something the PCs, the player characters involved in the RPG, had to stop. Because it was okay. like these demon entity entities jumping into these bodies and then doing this thing where they're they're running around doing the, all these horrible things, and the PCs had to stop it. So a lot of the outrage against it was actually misunderstood, uh, misguided misunderstood because what it was. because people were thinking that this is something that's for the, the so players to engage in. So this could all have been fixed if they just titled the thing stop the tournament of rapists <laughs> yeah or maybe not even have rapists you know in yeah. the title stop, stop the, the tournament you know and make stop the, the demons or something like and that and the monsters it it and it, it this it doesn't is quite have it's the not same like ring. you're rising to the defense of a good quality project the the, yeah. you, the consensus it's I a can't, poo-poo thing i can't get much information directly on it but so it, you tell me like this thing is just kind of like subpar it sounds like it's it. not going to win any awards. Oh yeah, no. So you wouldn't call this like a champion level <laughs> right. design? Oh, you champion as in what, Paul? Well, you know, really, there's it, only hey. one champ. <laughs> the champ is here, John Cena. 
So you're telling me that a lot of people have not seen this thing. They've right. What? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, Todd. They have not seen it. <laughs> the second thing. This is like a scene from a bad movie. Yeah. A what? <laughs> What is it like? God damn it, Jeff! You gave him that microphone. What's it like? <laughs> I believe he said a scene from a bad movie. Oh, there's only one scene I want to see: <laughs> the champ, John Cena. <laughs> oh man! How many oh, how many listeners God. are we gonna lose over this? <laughs> but the other thing was that it was not banned from one bookshelf. Okay. It actually, one bookshelf's uh, um, uh, corporate, their owners, talked with the publisher, and the publisher voluntarily pulled it. Okay. So now the big, the big um, anger. <laughs> Go ahead. Jack lost his mind when he heard about the publisher pulling the game of rapes. <laughs> well, as soon as I got this book, I started pulling it. <laughs> I couldn't pull it fast enough. <laughs> As soon as I saw Tournament of Rapes, I just pulled and pulled. I had to pull that off as quick as I could. Oh, man. I tried to pull it off before anybody saw, but I don't know if I made it in time. A <laughs> uh, couple might have got out. <laughs> At least one got loose. Ooh. So Andy's, Andy's almost as dangerous without a mic as he is with one. <laughs> Jesus. Well, fact check, Andy. So, so anyway, that's the update on Tournament of Rapists, the RPG supplement. <laughs> breaking news. Stay tuned next week when we'll have more breaking news on the Tournament of Rapists. No, of Rapist. I think we're done. I think we've given this thing way more coverage than it ever needed. Yeah. So you're saying there was no role for two messins? What? I'm sorry. There was no role for, role two, for two messins? Role yeah. for two messins. <laughs> I heard Rose of Well, is there, is there no job for two messes? <laughs> Andy, it's not, you know, Andy, you don't even have to roll for two messes. Roll for two. It's messes. like an auto given. Right. <laughs> You're wearing a ring of two messes, aren't you? <laughs> right Cock on your character sheet, it says weapon Cock in hand, Cock always. Cock Cock ring of two messes. It's a little blue ring. Remember, well, oh, it's a little blue ring. It's charm. Well, I remember the module, Return to Two Messes. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That was the two messes of horrors. <laughs> you know, two messes don't make a right. <laughs> uh, I love Andy's that little got, hand that gestures Andy, of that approval. That got Andy right in the writer. I <laughs> <laughs> got, got him right in the lexicon. <laughs> <laughs> and Jeff has now been reduced to microphone stand. <laughs> yep. <laughs> microphone sit. He's <laughs> a microphone sit. Uh, oh. What other? What else what other happened news? in the weekend, geek? There's uh, got to be a news. Is there any, some, some some news in here? So uh, Danny Boyle. <laughs> sure. Danny oh, Boyle. Danny has... Boyle. <laughs> the pipes. The pipes are <laughs> The publishers have pulled it. <laughs> <laughs> the publishers have pulled it fast as they can. 
Go ahead. <laughs> Danny Boyle has revealed that a train spotting sequel is still very much in the cards, with the director telling Deadline that the project is next up on his to-do list. What's more, the script is apparently already in good shape, with the core cast of the original film all lined up to return. Uh, quote, all the four main characters want to come back and do it, says Boyle. Now there's only the matter of getting all their schedules together, which is complicated by two of them doing American TV series, unquote. Uh, that would be the reference to uh, Johnny Lee Miller and Robert Carlyle, who are committed to Elementary and Once Upon a Time, respectively. A returning screenwriter, John Hodge, has adapted a screenplay from the author Irvine Welsh follow-up novel, Porno, which sees the action relocated to Amsterdam, where Renton has set up a new life for himself after ripping off the rest of the gang at the end of the first film. Spoiler alert. No dates have been confirmed for the sequel. So it's called Porno. (laughs) Are you saying there's a role for Tumescence? (laughs) That's a dead horse, dude. That's a dead horse. You don't know laughing now. Dead horse. (laughs) Central casting. There's a role for Tumescence. Got your name on it, booby. I'm submitting you. I'm submitting you. When I see I'm you, I'm submitting you. You, you, you scream two messes. Two words come to mind when I see you. Two messes, which don't make it right. Two messes don't make it right. Don't ever forget it. TM everybody. TM. That's a pretty. That's a pretty good shirt. Yeah, 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 yeah. For like two people. <laughs> two messing people. Andy's both of them. <laughs> that, you know, we should also make an Andy shirt where a, a hand is clutching the chest and it <laughs> caption reads, Oh, it hurts. <laughs> it hurts. Two messing with me. <laughs> I, don't, I don't see anyone else. There's you no one else here. messing with me. <laughs> Disney is getting ready to try to bring a to bring author Eon Colfer's book series Artemis Fowl ah, yes. to life oh, once oh, again. Andy's Andy. too messing. Andy, yeah. Andy ripped the microphone from Andy <laughs> Jeff in excitement. He's losing his shit. So you've read this series? These then? fucking books are amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Are they steampunky? No. It's um. It's a kid who's a criminal mastermind. Mm-hmm. He's he's a, a G, super genius, and he's you know smart enough to be a criminal mastermind, but young enough to believe in elves. And so he actually he steals the guidebook of the elves, and the whole thing is goes back and forth chapters between the elves and uh, the human, but, but between him and he's they're they're out, they're out <laughs> sounds like an amazing book, Andy. <laughs> All right, about a good story. Uh, my, uh, story. My, my list. I'm still trying to get it. Go run out, get it. You know what? I'm gonna go get it right now. My <laughs> We're gonna drop that. (laughs) God damn it, you guys! I really did get very excited about them because I I love these. (laughs) Do you see yourself as a little baby Artemis? Is Artemis Finch? Artemis Fowl. Fowl. It's it's very silly and funny, and, and it goes back and forth between the elves trying to outthink him and him trying to outthink the el- and the elves, and uh, it's uh, the uh, he's his uh, main rival in the first book is one of the uh, uh, members of the uh, Lep Recon. The, who? the, the Lep Recon. They're the, the, uh, the they're the, 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 the elf bullies. Adorable. It's really good stuff. I've been waiting for them to make this in the movie for a long time because Harry Potter was fine, but these books. Pff, 
Really? Away. Yeah. Better than Harry Potter. Well, they're you silly. You heard it here first. They're silly. They, they, oh, okay. they, they've, got, they've got a lot of comedy in them. Yeah. Okay. I like that. I'll, I'll put the mic away before I so start breathing again. To, so when you're reading the book, do you see yourself with Artemis Fowl or do you see yourself with the fairies? Who's It's brilliant. Every, every other chapter, you're rooting for the other one. Interesting. Yeah. And Mike, hand back to Jeff. <laughs> so they're making it a live action adaption. But making the movie has been proven difficult when Weinstein tried back in 2013. Now comes word they have brought in Thor and Cinderella director Kenneth Branagh Whoa. to develop and direct the movie. Oh, cool. And it's also being reported that Irish playwright Connor McPherson is in uh, talks to pen the new screenplay for the movie. Connor McPherson. Yeah, there you go. I'll write your play, but I won't lick it. Uh, Artemis Fowl is described by its author as Die Hard with Fairies. So there's your log line. Here's, like here's a description of the first book from Amazon. Here you go. This, for you, Maple Leaf Matt. yippee ki motherfucker. Anyways, let's go. 12-year-old Artemis Fowl is a millionaire, a genius, and above all, a criminal mastermind. But even Artemis doesn't know what he's taken on when he kidnaps a fairy, Captain Holly Short of the Lep Recon Unit. These aren't the fairies of bedtime stories. These fairies are armed and dangerous. Artemis thinks he has them right where he wants them, but then they stop playing by the rules. Oh, so this has got Uncle. a little bit of uh, toy soldiers in it. <laughs> Interesting you went there, perhaps. Mm-hmm. I can see where that, that fits. Cool. And Black Mirror is returning. Mm-hmm. The British anthology series will be back on Netflix. Charlie Booker and his company, House of Tomorrow, have made an agreement with Netflix to make multiple episodes. Uh, apparently, Booker is already working on scripts for the new run, so they're doing it for Netflix now. Mm-hmm. So, if you haven't seen Black Mirror, it's Twilight Zone with future technology. It's good basically, stuff. it's it's really good. And six episodes, right? Yeah, the, even with the two, two seasons, seasons yeah. it's six episodes. Yeah, yeah. and that's on Netflix right now. It is on Netflix. Oh, if you've I'm not seen Black it. Mirror yet, oh, like, yeah, like yeah, Sherlock, yeah. <clears throat> huh? Like Sherlock, it is a lot like Sherlock yeah. as far as production. Well, brevity, three and, uh, three season episodes. Time, so. Yes. Very good. But all standalone stories. Yeah, it's wonderful. Yeah. You'll dig the shit out of it. The creator of the bootleg Power Slash Rangers and Punisher Dirty Laundry fan films, Adi Shankar, is back. And this time he's taking aim at an official Castlevania adaptation. Oh. Uh, a geek fave producer, uh, Shankar, who also did Dread and Lone Survivor, balances out his Hollywood projects with mid-budget fan films in his bootleg universe one-shot series. The Castlevania series will be based on Castlevania III, Dracula's Curse, the third entry in Konami's successful video game franchise, released in 89-90 for the Nintendo Entertainment System. Shankar is teamed with rights holder uh, Federator Studios, uh, they're behind Adventure Time and Mm -hmm. Fairly Odd Parents, to bring the series to life. In a chat with Collider, Shankar teased the series will be, quote, America's first animated series for adults, unquote. Ooh, it's going to be animated. And he's pulling inspiration from Akira, Ghost in the Shell, Ninja Scroll, and even the cult hit superhero series, Young Justice. Oh, boy. Well, he's got got his ducks in a row as far as what he's... Okay, we'll see. Well, I love his work so far. Dread's great. Yeah, Dread was good. Yeah, it'll probably be good. So, <clears throat> and his bootleg universe stuff is amazing. Cool. So, go Adi. Is there going to be a Dread too? Is it, isn't um, Carl Urban? Like, I know championing he, that or something. He's definitely championing it, but it's a matter of getting money behind it because it did great when they sold it to the home market. 
but it yeah. did terribly in the movie market on the theaters. Yeah, they can do a direct to Netflix. Yeah, it was. Uh, yeah, they they what was that three or four times the the box office numbers when it went to DVD and Blu-ray. Yeah, I mean, wow. and really good. And, and, and streaming numbers were through the roof too. I mean, wow. It, so it was one on of those that. things that yeah they they thought they had a flop on their hand, even though it had quite the cult following initially when it was in the theaters, and then suddenly just exploded when it went to to home viewership so so yeah i mean i know he's pushing for it i guess he said the director wants to do it too but it was just um it's just one of those things that they're waiting to get this for the studio to get behind them even though they're like we're really proud of what you did with the you know with the movie and and all the money it made us on the home video market but (laughs) that kind of thing time forbid studios take chances yeah I just remembered it's, it's LEP recon, Lower Elements Patrol recon. You going back to the artist file? I'm definitely going to. Okay, gonna, gotcha. I am definitely going to get the book now. Thanks. Leprechaun. <laughs> Leprechaun. I, I think I think Maple Leaf Matt is now too messing. <laughs> <laughs> He's tired of you too messing with him. Oh. <laughs> In an interview with Yahoo Movies, Goonies director Richard Donner revealed that he is planning an unorthodox immersive theater adaptation of The Goonies. Donner explains that the show will be staged in a warehouse with no seats, allowing the audience to be part of the story. Quote, you become part of it and you travel with the actors, Donner told Yahoo Movies. It's very popular now. It will take another year or so, but it's going to be wonderful. So Unquote. he's just doing the movie experience thing that those guys do. The, 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 uh, oh, the secret cinema? Yeah. Secret cinema. That, maybe. I really don't know. Okay, I'm cool with that. So I don't know a lot about this immersive theater that he's talking about. What's that group called again? Secret Cinema? What are they? Secret Cinema? Shit. Secret (laughs) Cena? Oh, no. There's no secret here. Ladies and gentlemen, the secret's fucking out. There is one champ. And you know his name. John Cena! (laughs) What have you seen? Write to us. Comments at (laughs) uglycouchshow.com. Damn it. (laughs) <laughs> and cow Metalfy this Oh god No please don't <laughs> But you know what He has sent us something That we will use in the future He sent you some background tracks sir. Yeah he's trying to uh, Set me up something For an extended version Of uh, Of the elevator Of the elevator, song elevator. from last, last week <laughs> Yes Oh boy <laughs> So we've received that mp3 You have it Yes now, you've got to help me write down those lyrics because I don't remember them. All you have to do is listen to that show. Well, yeah, we'll have to, <laughs> but we have to, we have to, li- we have to transcribe. Oh, shit. We have to listen and transcribe. Oh, really? You have to just you know, transcribe this? <laughs> you know, we put these things. Put it in the air. I did flow with your grandpa. There's a lot of. There's nuance, Torgo. There's nuance. There's oh, is there? Is there nuance? Have you seen any nuance? Have you what? Fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> Was that about nuance? <laughs> Paul, you know we put these things up online so you can listen to them, right? You, you can know. listen to old episodes, honest. All I know is that the champ is here. Johnson! <laughs> <laughs> and until next week, I am Master Torgo. Johnson! <laughs> 80s Jeff. Commander K. Back check Andy. Hey, believe Matt. And we'll see you next week. Uh, I'm not going to be here next week. I'm going to miss the music. 
something you always call out to cough. Oh, and happy Star Wars Day, or Star Trek Day, all. <laughs> 49 years today. That's right. 49 years. Yep. Yeah. Next year is going to be hype. Oh, nope. yeah. I don't have to put, like, closing music in this now. You're doing it for me. Saves you time. I'm all about efficiency and saving you time. I appreciate it. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> and publishers pulling it. Penny pension publishers pulling it. Oh, that's pension it. Damn pearl butter. Pearl butter? He's in pugilist. Pearl butter? That's pearl a whole butter. different thing. Butter butter? No. Oh, that's a whole different thing. Mutter butter? No. Get some of Mutter's butter. Baby batter? Oh. That's really gross. It's too messing. <laughs>